Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Yellow Mamba Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Lee. I'm currently a university student in Montreal, Canada, and I have tremendous amount of love for the game of basketball, which is why I started this podcast, because I wanted to share my opinions on different topics and issues going around the NBA. In the future, I'll have guests who will be my close friends, but as of right now, I will be doing the show alone. Alrighty, so let's get started. So the first question is kind of the one of the hotter topics around the league is that is Luka Doncic the greatest 20-year-old in NBA history? Well, my answer right off the bat is no. However, I think Luka is the greatest offensive player at age 20 we have ever seen. I mean, we have never seen anybody at age 20 this good offensively. I mean, he's averaging 29 points, 10 rebounds, and 9 assists. I mean, he's one assist shy per game of averaging triple-double. And he's only 20. Like, like that's how great he is. I mean, he's so great at age 20, he could stay the same as he is as of right now until he retires. And he will be better than like 96, 97% of the players around the league. I mean, that's how great he is. But the reason why I just can't give Luca the edge over... LeBron or Magic Johnson is because of his defense. I mean, I think he's a below average defender. Um, Dallas Mavericks is a little worse defensively when he's on the court this season. I mean, it's not a significant difference, but still, like, I don't think that kind of stuff would happened to LeBron in his early stages of his career. And it's just, I just feel like LeBron was a better overall player at age 20 than Luka is right now. I mean, LeBron James, as a rookie in the playoff, averaged 31 points, 8 rebounds, and 6 assists. I mean... He's basically giving you almost, he's almost giving you what Luka gives you offensively. Plus, he was just, he was just a better defender than Luka at age 20. And also, we can't forget about the great Magic Johnson, who as a rookie in the playoff averaged 18 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists, Three steals. And also in the NBA Finals, Game 6 versus versus 76ers, he averaged 
42 points, 15 boards, 7 assists, and 3 steals as a rookie and won the finals MVP. And I know, and I know you can't judge a player by stats, but I mean, that's, that's like, that's extremely impressive for somebody aged only 20. Um, although, although, if Luca somehow gets the Dallas Mavericks as, if Luca Doncic can take the Dallas Mavericks as a top five seed in the Western Conference, and then he balls out in the playoff, oh, then I, I'll think about calling him the greatest 20-year-old ever, but until then, I'm, I'm going to hold back a bit and just give the edge to either LeBron James or Magic Johnson. Uh, the next question that I had in mind was, who would you rather have between Luka Doncic and Giannis to start a team if you were a GM in the NBA? And by the way, sorry, I just can't, I just can't say Giannis's last name. I've tried so many times before, it just, I just couldn't do it. It just came out wrong every single time. So I'm just going to call him Giannis. Uh, the answer to the question, I would rather have Giannis over Luca, and here are my reasons for that. Giannis has literally one thing missing from his game, which is his ability to shoot perimeter shots. I mean, if he figures that out. Like, it's over. I mean, if he can make jump shots at a consistent level, I think he will be just as good as LeBron or, or maybe even better. I mean, he can literally do it all on offense and defense. I mean, this season, so far, he's giving you 30 points, 13 boards, 6 assists, and for me, the most shocking and impressive stat was he's shooting 33% from the three-point line and the NBA league average at three, for three-point line is 35%. I mean, he's just shooting 2% below the league average, which clearly goes to show how hard he worked on it during the off season. I mean, just last season, he won the MVP. He was first team all defense, meaning he was the best defender in his position. He finished second in defensive player of the year voting. And he's also very durable. I mean... His uh his first five seasons in the NBA, he's only missed 
21 games. So, like, on average, he only misses, like, four games per season. And, I mean, he can do everything. You name it, he can do it. Once he starts, like, making his jump shots, I mean, he's going to be top three, top five offensively. And he's also going to be top three on defense. So he's pretty much going to be top three on both ends of the court. And Luka's top three slash top five on offense. And he's not really in the conversation for defense. So... I gotta give the edge to Giannis. Although, although, some people can make a case for Luka because, I mean, Luka was a way better player right off the gate as a rookie than Giannis. So, there's no, you don't have to wait for a growing process or go through growing pain with Luca, because he's just going to be really, really good right off the gate. But, and and I know that Luca has the physical attributes to be a good defender because he's 6'7", but um, until he becomes a good defender or shows a, shows a sign of, of, being a good defender, I um I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Giannis on this one. Alright, so the next topic is Ben Simmons effect on the Philadelphia 76ers. Ben Simmons, he's so great that even if he doesn't shoot, he can still dominate the game. I mean, throughout his career, he gives you 18 points per game, eight rebounds, eight assists. And this season, he's really, like, really improved on defense. Not that it was ever bad, like, during his previous two seasons, but this season, he's really, like, getting up on his players and and like I feel like there's a case to be made for Ben Simmons being maybe a, a second team all defensive team I mean that's that's how good he is defensively this season but uh, I don't I don't think the 76ers can win a championship with Ben Simmons. And and here's why. It's there's really only one reason. His lack of shooting. You know, it's it's one thing to have it's one thing to shoot poorly. And it's another to just not even take perimeter shots. Like, 
like Dwight Howard this season. To put it into proper perspective, Dwight Howard this season with the Lakers made three three pointers this season, and Ben Simmons made two his entire career. And Ben Simmons is a starting point guard on a championship contending team. Like in today's today's league, that. <laughs> That just simply cannot happen. I mean, <laughs> I mean, perimeter shooting and three-point shooting is so essential for a point guard, like to win games in the playoff. Like, and it's not even like he's a great free throw shooter. I mean, he shoots fifty-eight percent from the free throw line throughout his career. I mean, and not just that, like, his lack of jump shot also takes away from Joel Embiid's growth and Embiid's game. I mean, whoever is guarding Ben Simmons can help off of him because they know he's not going to shoot. He's not a threat from the perimeter. They can double... Uh, Embiid were help out down low in the post on Al Horford and that's just not gonna help you win games in the playoff like like Jared Dudley said last season after the playoff like it's basically four on five at a half court setting I mean I don't completely agree with that but like I do to some degree because like like a couple of days ago I was I was watching uh 76ers versus the Brooklyn Nets and the Nets decided to put Jared Allen on Ben Simmons I mean like not that Jared Allen Jared Allen is a bad defender were anything like that but I mean like that (laughs) really shows how little Nets think of Ben Simmons on the offensive end like 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 imagine if the Los Angeles Lakers put Dwight Howard on Kemba Walker where Chris Paul Kyle Lowry, Damian Lillard, James Harden, like, that would never, ever happen to other all-star point guards. And until Ben Simmons figures that out, like, ah, like, can 76ers make it to the finals? Sure. But are they going to win the championship? I really don't think so. And now this question leads to the next question, which is a really interesting question that my friend had asked me at the bar. Was... If Ben Simmons' lack of 
shooting continues throughout his entire career, who would you rather have between Ben Simmons and Brandon Ingram to start a team as a GM? So, sorry, to start a team if you were a GM. And, I mean, even just last season, if somebody asked me that question, I would have said Ben Simmons in a heartbeat. Like, I wouldn't even think twice about it. But but after looking at the leap that Brandon Ingram has made this season, I know this is going to be a hot take, but... I might have to go with Brandon Ingram because he's made such a major leap this season. Like, so far this season, playing for the New Orleans Pelicans, he's averaging 26 points per game, 7 rebounds, 4 assists. And he's shooting 86%. From the free throw line. And 40. 40% from the three point line. Like. So basically Ingram is going to score more. Give you more points. He's going to shoot. He shoots way better than Simmons. From the free throw line. Shoot, shoots way better. From the three-point line, I, I, I mean, I'm not even sure if it's fair to compare their three-point percentage because Ben Simmons, like, just doesn't take three-pointers, but still, 40% for Ingram. I mean, there's only few things that Ben Simmons is better than Ingram at this point, like... Okay, Ben Simmons is a better, like, way better facilitator. He'll get you one or two more rebounds per game. And he's a better defender. He's a better athlete, more durable than Ingram. But (laughs) other than those four or five things that I've just mentioned, I... Ingram is... Just better than Simmons. And and I know some people can make a case that Brandon Ingram's uh, stats are inflated because he plays on a bad team and he's a primary ball handler. But, I mean, he's... Brandon Ingram is putting up these impressive stats in the Western Conference and... And he's just balled out against really good teams this season. And if the assumption is that Ben Simmons' lack of shooting continues throughout his career, then I'm just going to roll with Brandon Ingram. And... And I... I hate to say this, but like, I hate to say it because Ben Simmons is so good and we all know he's going to be a perennial all-star, but his 
especially in today's league, his lack of shooting is just too big of a problem. And, yeah, I'm just going to go with Brandon Ingram on this one. All right, so that's the end of my podcast for today. This was my first podcast ever, so please uh, leave a feedback, and I will take a good look at them to improve. And thanks for tuning into my podcast, and have a great day. Thanks.